0: Hi, I'm Phil Newman, and welcome to the Impact Online Podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey, everyone. It's great to have you with us today. Hey, we are in our prayer series. Jesus teaches us how to pray. He teaches us how not to pray, and in this season. I'm believing that you in your personal life and right across our church, including online, there would be a deepening and a strengthening of our prayer, of our revelation, moving in the supernatural and seeing God do great things. Let's jump straight into it. The Lord's Prayer, Jesus says, then this is how you should pray or pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, amen. Hey, prayer should not be a religious experience. Prayer should not be a performance. Prayer doesn't have to look or sound a certain way. Prayer flows from relationship with God. It all starts with our Father, leads through a great sense of honour and value and glory to God. Hallowed be your name. It really comes from a place of high perspective that God pray. God sees our circumstances from heaven's perspective, not a low-level perspective. And today, we're going to unpack the thought of, Lord, let your kingdom come come. Let your kingdom come. You know, in the Old Testament, we read in Judges, in Kings, in Chronicles, we read about a whole series of leaders, a whole series of leaders who all entered their kingship or their reign through different circumstances and all had a different opportunity to lead their country lead God's people to lead the people in their kingdom a certain way we read about Jehoram and Ahaziah and Ahaz and Asa and Jehoshaphat and Jotham and Josiah and there's an incredible list of leaders and they really are the good the bad and the ugly some from day one start things off honoring God bringing about his glory and making him a priority for their kingdom. Some uh, try to do well, but make a whole lot of mistakes. Some from day one are just anti-God and really dig into prioritizing idols and wrong things to worship. And it's an incredible thing to unpack and study, not just at a small level, but to step back and see the pattern of all of these kings and how they reign. In 1 Kings 15, 34, it says, he did uh, evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of Jeroboam and in his sin by which he had made Israel sin. One of the things you can draw from all of these kings and all of their uh, seasons of leading is that truth, that so goes the king, so goes the kingdom. So goes the king, so goes the kingdom. See, every kingdom follows its king. Every kingdom follows its king. Every nation follows its leader. Every business follows its owner. Every family follows whoever has stepped up and is leading that family. Every church follows its pastor. Every connect group follows the connect group leader. Every team follows the coach or the captain. Every kingdom follows its king. And so I guess one of the great challenges then for us as people is to make the personal decision and the personal commitment. And it can be very challenging because when rubber hits the road, circumstances really confront this question of whose kingdom am I a part of? Whose kingdom am I a part of? If so goes the king, so goes the kingdom. Hey, be very intentional, very, very intentional about whose kingdom you're a part of because the kingdom you sow into, the kingdom you prioritize, the kingdom you place yourself in, the kingdom you put your roots down in, the kingdom you connect in, the kingdom that you're a part of will always follow the king who leads it. So goes the king, so goes the kingdom. That's why Jesus really urges us, pleads with us, teaches us in Matthew 6:33, seek first his kingdom and all his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well maybe It is from Jesus' incredible love, His incredible deep love and purpose and passion for you to have everything that He wants you to have, for you to have every bit of His inheritance, every bit of His promise, every bit of your harvest that He is teaching us, make sure that the kingdom you plant yourself in, the kingdom that you're a part of, isn't a kingdom that's led by a king of distraction, led by a king who will lead to poverty, led by a king who will lead to other things, but if you will put yourself in the kingdom of God, so goes the incredible, unlimited, glorious, powerful king, so goes the kingdom that you're a part of. What kingdom have you put your roots down deep in? Because. I wanna say this today as we look at prayer, the kingdom you're a part of defines the prayers that you pray. See, Jesus made it possible for us to be adopted into God's family, to be adopted into His kingdom, and it revolutionizes everything about our lives, our relationships, our money, our health, our hopes, our sense of conflict, every area of our life, including how we pray. My hope today as we look into this is that your prayers would change, that your prayers would be a prayer, your prayers would be prayers of confidence and power and authority because you understand the kingdom that you're a part of and the king that you follow. We serve a beautiful perfect, unlimited, powerful, loving, embracing, promise-filled, perfectly holy King. And as we are submitted to Him, as we are following Him, as we find freedom and eternity in Him, as we are part of the kingdom that is following that King, everything about our lives changes, including how we pray. So I want to look at four things that we receive in the kingdom received from the king when we're in his kingdom and i want to encourage you around your prayer today number one the king's protection number one the king's protection you know one of the great things you can pray is god i thank you for your protection a lot of people Pray from a posture and a real understanding that they are exposed, that they are vulnerable, that they can be taken down, that they are open to attack. And you know what? There is an enemy who hates you. There is an enemy who wants to rob you. There is an enemy who wants to destroy you. But when you understand that you are in God's kingdom, you have your king's protection. You are not vulnerable to attack. Attacks will come. There may be wounds. There may be battles. There may be conflicts, but you have His supernatural and perfect and glorious protection. In Psalm one, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, in other words, he who is submitted to that King, when you're in His kingdom, you will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. When you are in God's kingdom, you have His Protection. When you're in his kingdom, he is your refuge. When you're in his kingdom, you have him as your fortress. You know, this word fortress in Psalms, it comes from a number of different meanings, including fortress. But one of the definitions of this word is the word bulwark. Bulwark. I'm probably pronouncing that terribly, but it's actually a marine phrase, a ship phrase. And it's to do with the little wall that that when the sides of the ship come up, they don't just stop at the deck. The sides of the ship go up past the deck and it provide a little wall of protection. In other words, God doesn't do just the minimum of what's needed to get you to where He wants to get you. He will do more than enough to keep you protected and safe. God protects his kingdom. Look at me, idols can't protect you. People can't protect you. Circumstances can't protect you. Money can't protect you. All of these things have highs and lows. All of these things have good days, bad days, but your God is faithful and consistent. And when you plant yourself in His kingdom, you have your King's protection and you can pray, God, I thank you. For your incredible protection he will send angels, he will send advisors, he will use circumstances, he will use the Holy Spirit you know God will even reemploy attacks and and, and things that have come to hurt you he will even reemploy them to help you and protect you. you have your kings protection when you're in His kingdom. So let our prayers not be from a place of I'm exposed, I'm vulnerable, I'm in danger. But no, you don't have to hide. You can stand with your head up high, with your hands lifted and with authority. Thank God in your prayer life for His incredible, supernatural and sovereign protection. It's a great thought. Number two, you have the King's protection and you have the King's provision. Pray, God, I thank you for your provision. God, I thank you from your provision. A lot of people pray for stuff. I pray for stuff. You pray for stuff. God, I need stuff. But a lot of people pray from a posture of lack. God, I hope, I wish, I would like this stuff. Rather than understanding that your King will provide to His kingdom. It is not that He is aloof. It is not that He is removed. Your King, our wonderful Heavenly Father, provides for His kingdom. And when you're in His kingdom, you don't have to pray from a place of poverty. You can pray with a great confidence that you you are inheriting His provision. This year at Impact Church, we've called this year, the year of seed. And in 2 Corinthians 9, it says, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Verse 10 to 11, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You'll be rich in every way, so that you can be generous on every occasion, And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. God promises you here that he will supply you the seed that you need. If you are in lack, if you're in a dry season, you are not without, you are not in lack, you are not poor, you are in pre-provision. Your provision is coming your way. And so when you pray, don't pray from a place of poverty pray from a place of authority. Lord, I thank you for your provision. I thank you that you have unlimited resource. I thank you that you have every person that I need, all the money that I need, all the healing that I need, all the strength that I need. I thank you, Lord, that I am weak, but in you, I am strong. When you are in God's kingdom, you have your king's provision. It's a great thought. Let your prayer be from a place of confidence that when you're in his kingdom, the king will provide. Number three, we have the king's protection. We have the king's provision. We have the king's people. God, I thank you for your people. Have you ever noticed that people aren't perfect? I know, shock, shock. People aren't Perfect. Look at yourself in the mirror and you're seeing someone who has issues. Look at me, you're seeing someone who has issues. Every person has stuff. Every person has a mess. Yet God uses people. God sent His Son Jesus to die for imperfect people. He knows our mess, knows our flaws, knows our faults, knows our sin, knows our baggage, yet still offers us the grace that we so desperately need. And so into this imperfect pool of people, we are placed. Into this messy pool of people, some with uh, terrible issues, some with issues on a journey of healing, people with different experiences, different expectations, different pain, different wounds, different scars. We are placed and we are placed there by God. So we must have a reason. See, God still chose us and something very, very, very special happens and only happens when we have God's people together. Now, in a world that people are, are, are very proud of the number of followers they have, the number of quote-unquote friends they have, there is an incredible sense in a lot of people's lives that they are lonely. Yet, I want to tell you today that when you are in, the, in God's family, when you're adopted by, adopted through Jesus into God's family, you are not alone. In Psalm 68, 6, it's one of our core thoughts as a church about belonging, that God sets the lonely in families. I remember a few years ago, uh, my wife is adopted from South Korea and we went as a whole family and went and did a bit of a find my family journey there. And we went to the orphanage that she was adopted from and her parents went and picked her and, and collected her from, picked her from and we walked into a room and this room was filled, only a few years ago, this room was filled with a whole lot of uh, uh, boxes if you like, containers, all with babies in them and the nurses and the orphanage workers were in there and they would pick up a baby and comfort it, put it down, next box, pick up the baby, comfort it, put it down and there were all these babies and man, it was such an emotional experience And as we were walking away, my wife, we kind of had this conversation. And Tam said, you know what? I used to think that adoption was about rejection. Yet I realized that adoption is actually about selection. That she was one of those babies in one of those boxes and was picked to be a part of a beautiful family. You are not alone. Through Jesus, you have been picked and you have been placed And you can pray not from a place of loneliness. Lord, no one is near me. No one cares for me. No one is here to support me but you can pray from a place of family. God, I thank you for your people. I thank you for the people you've placed in my life. I thank you for the leaders who look over my soul. I thank you for the people that I can serve. I thank you for the people that are strengthening me, people who are challenging me. I thank you for the people who irritate me and help me grow in patience and kindness and joy. And in your life, friends, you have God's provision, you have God's protection, and you have God's people. Lastly. When you, have a, when you are part of his kingdom, you have the king's purpose. God, I thank you for your purpose. I think in one way it all leads to this. You know, direction in life is one of those things that every person craves. Even when we're at school, we go to career, we go and speak to a career advisor who would help us try to define and clarify our direction in life. But when you lock into his kingdom, Because you are following a king of perfect purpose and direction, so goes the king, so goes you, part of his kingdom. In Romans 8.28 in the Amplified it says, And we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things, including the bad things, all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to His plan and His purpose. So goes the king, so goes the kingdom. If you want great, strong vision and direction in life, sow into his kingdom. And through the good times and the tough times and the high times and the low times and the times you understand and the times you're completely confused, so goes the king, so goes the kingdom. Lord, as I put my roots down deep in your kingdom, direction and purpose will always, always, always come my way. You know, all of this is only available Through Jesus, to get into God's kingdom, to be adopted into his family, to receive his protection, his provision, his people, and his purpose, it all is available through Jesus. Jesus died to give us, to gift us through his grace, salvation and forgiveness, the redemption and the adoption that we so deeply, deeply want. You know, I want to pray for you today for the first time or again to get your life right with God. Be honest in your heart. If you need Jesus to forgive you of your sin, either for the first time or again, I encourage you to join with me as I pray today. Lord, I thank you for people who are opening up their hearts for the first time or again to receive your grace into their hearts and forgiveness for their sin. I thank you that this is not a once-off event, but this is a journey of knowing and growing in you, in Jesus' name, amen. For us all, my prayer is that our prayer would pray from a place of understanding that we are part of His Kingdom and so goes the King, so goes the Kingdom. That you would pray understanding that you have your King's protection, you have your King's provision, you have your King's people, and you have your King's purpose. We pray for favor and blessing over you, your business, your career, your family, and right across our church. In Jesus' wonderful name, God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts, videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.